stand till on jersey in the stands i'm gonna hit you on a slide do you ever want to like get whatever you want as a kid here's the way to do it so i was in i want to say the seventh grade and i just moved to a new school so i was like in the big city and my parents if we really want to get deep into it my brother went to jail and my parents wanted to move us out of that element so they moved us to the burbs and so one of my first days in class, I was always chewing gum. And my teacher said, you know, and, and Jake can appreciate this. I think if you don't have enough for everybody, go spit it out. So the next day, you know, they had, I even remember it was the two cent Bazooka Joes back then. It was two cents. So I went and bought a bunch of them. They were about big. Yeah, they were huge. You get like two chews out of them. They lost all their flavor. You threw them out. They're disgusting too, Haley. If you ever had one, you'll throw up. I promise you. They came with these little comics, which is why oh. we bought them. But it was like... Is it, gum. It's gum? Yeah, yeah, it's gum. It's gum. It's gum. Okay. So I went and bought all these Bazooka Joes, and I came in, and I purposely was chomping. <laughs> my say, Unless you have enough for everybody. And I said, as a matter of fact, I do. And so... Walked into your trap. Walked right into my trap and said, that's not... Uh, like it, it, obviously they didn't mean it literally and i said well you said if i have enough for everybody and i started going around and passing it to everyone in the class so of course i got sent down to the office the principal says to me listen we've all popped a boner once in our life i went whoa whoa what did you say <laughs> well apparently that's a term for making a mistake mm-hmm. well listen i didn't let him live that down um, so basically I ended up getting a free McDonald's coupon for five bucks every week <laughs> <laughs> to keep quiet. And I did. Uh, so there you go. That's, that's my Bajuka Joe McDonald's. Was that <laughs> black? Class, uh... Are you guilty yeah, of black? Oh, yeah. I was black. Man, black man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Poor hmm. KT Justin said, wow, gum was two cents. <laughs> yes, it was. That was back yes, in the day. Was. Yeah, the nickel. Yeah. You could, you could get, and then you it went up to a nickel, and then and then that's when it was too rich for my blood. <laughs> <laughs> and look at gas now. Gas prices are just well. Crazy. Listen, do we want to get into that conspiracy? They're only raising no. gas prices so that they can stop you from buying gas vehicles because they're trying to push you to electric, and that's the only way to do it. Man, not conspiracies know. if you want them. We got tons. <laughs> on the next on the next show, All but. Right, chat what's up everybody thanks for tuning in tonight and for those of you that are going to watch this in video form thanks mm-hmm. for joining us um i have i missed the last pod so thank you jd for covering for me um you guys did a great job but a lot of stuff has been going on in the past week um so we'll dive into it before we get started though did you both have a good week everything going good yeah y'all yeah, running good man um Happy July Fourth for all my yes. south of the border. Yeah. Um, did you see? Did you see my TikTok about wh- which one? Oh, did July Fourth? Nah, I missed no. it. Ah, oh, man, you guys terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so I, t- I tell everybody the story. When I first moved to the U.S. from Canada, everybody, I don't know why, around July Fourth, they would always ask me, "Hey, do you guys have July Fourth in Canada?" And without fail, I would answer, "No, we go straight from the third to the fifth. <laughs> Wow. Bing bong. <laughs> I'm a dad. What can I tell you? So I was just, I was just whatever. I'm just all right. All right. Hey, I got a, if, I, I got a question, Haley, being you, you being a Warriors fan, really quick before we get into it. Yeah. Haley, are they, are they gonna re, are they gonna retire Draymond's jersey? 
think so. I think they will. You don't think so? I, I think so. I absolutely believe that they I will. I think so. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I think he's he spent his whole career there. I think mm-hmm. he's going to the Hall of Fame. I, I maybe it's just me, what? but you don't think so? First ballot tone, not just the Hall of Famer. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. And I know that you don't want to hear that. But that's You're saying fact. he is or he's going to be? If he he's retired to be. today, if he retired today, and year at the year 11, if he retired today, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Draymond I Green. don't even think there's Absolutely. discussion. Yeah. This Draymond is not the even first a, ballot Hall of Famer. Ret- if he retired today, we're talking about a defensive player of the year. I think he made the All-NBA team three times, four times. He made the All-NBA team four times. He's a four-time NBA champion. Made the All-NBA team four times. He's the defensive player of the year. Made the All-League defensive team six times. Tony, he is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. Listen, you know that they just let everybody into the Basketball Hall of Fame. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot to mention. I'm sorry that I left out the, the, the some of the most important facts. He was Big Ten player of the year. He's the all-time. Yeah, I think there he's you go. That's, that's why. He's also the all-time leading rebounder in, in Michigan State history. And Tone, can you please stop minimizing guys' careers? Draymond Green is an all-NBA performer for almost half a decade. Say he isn't. He's a Hall of Famer. I agree with you. My issue is when you let everybody into the Hall of Fame, Okay, here we go. Everybody, make the first ballot guys special. Or the first ballot guys and girls special. How about all of them? That's how we can distinguish between... The LeBron James, what if LeBron James and Draymond retire in the same year? They're both first ballot Hall of Famers. They're equals. Oh, okay, so before we go any further, oh, Tone, just so you know. LeBron James and Draymond Green equal. They're not equal as oh, players. Well, they not. shouldn't go into the Hall of Fame at the same time either. Well, wait a minute. That does, Just because we're not equal as players doesn't mean that I don't belong in the Hall of Fame. I, I didn't say he didn't because, belong in the Hall. And, and, it, just, and it just so happens that, because if that's the case, then is Chris Bosh the same player that Kobe Bryant is? No, he shouldn't be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm. That's well, exactly is. my that's exactly my point. Jordan, James, Magic, Kareem, those guys are first ballot. What distinguishes? Hold on. What distinguishes James? Let's say from let's just use from Draymond. They're both number twenty three. What distinguishes them in the Hall of Fame? What do you mean? What? Well, James is more accomplished. And they're both Hall of Famers. It, what, what, no, what no, 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 no. This is what this is. This is the logic that you're trying to sell me right now, Tony. You're, you're trying to sell. You see, they're both Hall of Famers, correct? Yes. Okay. Or no? Okay. Okay. What's the distinction in uh-huh. the Hall of Fame? Nothing. Well, the dis- yes, it is, Tony. Oh, where I believe writer. first ballot Hall of Famer, second ballot Hall of Famer, third ballot Hall of Famer. God. Then, then we can then we can distinguish because they're both in the Hall of Fame, but they're not equal. They're not equal, and they're not going in just because we go in at the same time. And even if we are first, even if I am a first ballot Hall of Famer, that doesn't mean that I'm equal to this person. No, that doesn't mean that at all. Because James is more accomplished. That does. That's not the case, Tone. That is not the case at all. Leon However, Sanders. How- Leon Sanders put it best: there should be a special wing for the elite. In my case, what I'm saying is you should make the elite first ballot. And make the non-elite wait. I'm glad you and mentioned belongs- that part, Tom. Go ahead. I'm who, sorry, Haley. Well, I was just gonna say real quick, who belongs in the elite? I mean, obviously Jordan, LeBron, but then what's the line? What top ten players? Is that all? And that well, even take, that's inter- you know, Take it a step further than that. Yes, don't don't don't, don't has stop there. Ever been a top ten player in his career? He has never been a top ten player. Then he's in not elite, league. and he shouldn't be first ballot. He's not elite, even though well, maybe he was- yes. So maybe yes, Haley. Maybe you hit it. Maybe it's top ten 
at okay. any point in your career. So like, oh. right, so the guys who are retiring now or the play, not playing now, but I just, I, I understand. I what hear you. I hear you. I don't. I okay, don't. I don't. I'll explain it. I further. don't. <laughs> when you see their accolades, it just says Hall of Fame, which is equal because it says Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. That's it. So if everything else blows up in the world and that's all you know, you'll be like, oh, Draymond Green, LeBron James, Hall of Famers. But that's, there's so much more to it. That and that's, the accolades and, outside of that Hall of Fame title. And that's where that's you being a student of the game comes in. Like, for example, Tone, you talk about the elite. Do you know in the 75-year history of the NBA, I believe only 144 players are in the Basketball Hall of Fame. That's it. In the 75-year history of the NBA, one I think it's 144. Over 5,000 players have come through the NBA. 144? I believe that that's what... I, I, don't, I want to make sure that my math is correct. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I, I know that that's less... I know that that's less than 1%. really low. 144 guys in the history of the league. That's so it, Tom. Now it uh, looks like one, 177. 177 guys. What did I say? 144? You're telling yeah. me there's only 177 people in the basketball yeah. game? And Bill Bradley's one of them? Yep. 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 That's so, it, Tony. If that's true. That's I, it, Tony. Now, not, that's not included. And that's not included. She said 177. 100, not 100, is it 177 people or 177 players? Because I think like, it's only 144 players. That's it. Well, it says, depending on Nathaniel Clifton's classification of being inducted, 177 or 178 players. So there's coaches and masters and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Because the, the, the Hall of Fame Museum right. is home to more than 400 inductees. 400 inductees, not players, inductees. That includes women's basketball players. That includes, that includes coaches. That includes, uh, what do they call those people? Uh, contributors that includes all of those people. So of the players, so there's of the players, players out of how many in the history of the game? Over five thousand players have come through the NBA in the seventy-five year history of the NBA. Over five thousand tone. So I and you're like, telling me that a guy? Let me make sure. One percent of five thousand. What's one percent? Okay, it's ten percent of five thousand is five hundred. So one percent is what fifty? That's how many people should be in the Hall of Fame. One percent, but it's not even far off from that. I, I right, don't know. I think that's very minuscule at, compared to what okay. you expect. Hey, and hey that's, it's what's this? You're you're correct. See, this is the point that I try to tell people. If you make a good point and prove it, I'm big enough to admit it. Okay, that's if it's a hundred and something, then I'm cool. And, and that's my and, and I'm having a difficult yeah, time believing this. So let me ask you this: So is Draymond Green one of the top two hundred players of all time? You make him. I think you can make that case, though. Yeah. I not, not, sure. not, one, not, not the top two hundred players in NBA history because that's all you're going off of, Tone. Because no, and that's I'm what you're trying to. No, you're right. You're right. That, yeah, that's what you're trying to suck us into, and you're not going to suck school, us into that. No. Elementary. You got right when they were. This playing is the basketball hall of fame because yeah, what I, and what I'm thinking about is I'm thinking about a guy. When you talk about the top one percent, I'm thinking about the all-time leading rebounder in Michigan State history. Michigan State is a blue blood program. He's the all-time leading rebounder in Michigan State history. That's first of all. He's the Big Ten Player of the Year. That's second of all. And add that to the fact, if his career ended today, 
He's an all-NBA performer. It is very difficult to be an all-NBA performer. He did it multiple times. It is very difficult to be an all-star. He has done it multiple times. It is very difficult to be the defensive player of the year. The defensive player of the year came out in 1982, Tone. That was 40 years ago. That means in the history of the game, we only have 40 guys. He's one of them. In addition to all the other stuff. So I would like to think with all of that stuff that I just mentioned. Less than that many because some have won it multiple times. But I'm sorry. Exactly. Exactly. So I would like to think that in addition to all the other stuff that I just mentioned, Draymond Green is in the top 1% of players who have played basketball in the history of basketball. I'd like to think that. The top 1%? We're talking about the Basketball Hall of Fame. I'd like to think that. 5,000? Not not in the NBA. I'm talking about basketball all the way around. I'd like to think that. Absolutely. And his resume shows it. All NBA. All American. All of that good stuff. I don't like, I don't, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like, I don't like that. Listen, okay, First ballot. If, it, if it's that few, fine. And I, again, I'm okay with him being in the hall of fame. I don't like him. I don't like him being in on the same first ballot hall of fame. I, I, for me, that means something. I just, it means something. And I, I feel like we don't treat it like that. Well, I get, we'll I definitely go with what's, what's, what's the, what's the difference between him being a, well, I'm not going to say what's the difference, but would it make you feel better if he was first team all NBA and James was first team all NBA? Would that make you feel better? No, no. I listen, if you compare James to Drake, just think, just, just, I get it. The accolades. Okay. The accolades we're going to look at, and we're going to look at, you know, you know, people who watch basketball, who pay attention, Mm-hmm. Are gonna are gonna be able to distinguish. Here's the reality, though: seventy percent aren't. Seventy percent are casual. Seventy percent are even ones that go to the Hall of Fame. They, and so when they're when they look, when we look back on history, when my grandkids look back, they're gonna be like, "Oh wow, look at Draymond Green, number twenty three, retired by the Warriors, a dynasty in the in the two thousands. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer with his number retired. Oh, look at LeBron James, he had a dynasty." He's a number 23 was retired and he's a first ballot hall of famer. Wow. They both must have been really good. Yes, they were. They're they're not on the same planet. They're both what, whoa, they both must've been really good. And that's where the homework comes in tone. You find out, whoa, this guy was really good. He wasn't as good as this guy, but guess what? Of the other 98 guys, he was better than them. Of the other. But you're not going to question like, how is, how is, how are these two guys? Uh, it's just, I can't, I can't. Okay. Hold on. Well, Adam Jones, LeBron never had a dynasty. What are you talking about? He was the dynasty. He went to eight straight finals. I think what nine in 10 years, bro. He's the dynasty. That's not, a, that's not his opinion. That's that. a, Don't that. make me defend LeBron James. That's, I not, hate his, that's not his opinion. That's a fact, sir. <laughs> Absolutely a fact. Yeah. Well, two just things. One, I, I just think like Draymond is, again, like you said, both of you mentioned, you have to do your homework. Like Draymond has so many intangibles that you can't even like measure. There's no metric for it. But what he does for the team, the dynasty he's been a part of is incredible. Two, well, you have to be careful because Draymond might come after you on his podcast. So Good. you got to watch I, I yourself. Watch funny. your back. Yeah. <laughs> everybody everybody hides in the comments. I want someone to come at me in, in, in real. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, okay. Do, I like you know it. what I'd say to him? Shut up. 
<laughs> That's right. That is right. And speaking yeah, of the Lakers, is low. sorry, you want me to do it again? I gotta redo it. All right, here we go. I was doing it right up until game time here at like eight fifty nine. So, um, but yeah, so you guys probably all have heard of the genie bus tweet that she I think put out last night. Um, you want to read it? I'll read it. People that yeah. didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she says, "I miss KB." He would understand and explain everything that I'm not allowed to. Honestly, he was the greatest Laker ever. He understood team over self, meaning your rewards would come if you valued team goals over your own, then everything would fall into place. All can reply. And she posted this at 11.11 last night. So my question is, you know, it is the night on July 4th. Maybe she, you know, I don't know. I don't know if she was just that in her feels, um, had, you know, something couple drinks or something but it was definitely strange um so and at first when she said kb i was like who is kb i could not i i had no idea i was like what's she talking about but then of that's, course that's what that's what we call that's you know that's what us in the no caller guy right but that he's never referred to as kb i've never heard hey him. listen you know when we were walking the streets of newport we would refer to him as kb okay Same. well now the more you know, now i'm more fluent is Tone trying to big time us right now? Because that's what it sounds like. It's not like he's trying to big time us right now. It feels like a little bit, what, a little bit. That's what it sounds like. Try a little bit every once in a while, but I don't. You know, I don't like to talk about that stuff. But the Laker fan in the house. I mean, who do you who do you feel she was kind of directing this at? And, and do you want to break it down for us? <clears throat> look, she look. Okay, Cheney's been really close to the Lakers since like the late 70s early 80s right like she grew up in at the time the staples center or i guess what was it was called some the great western forum um and so you know she was close to magic she obviously still close to magic she was close to kobe um and i think that tweet was a little bit of like it was probably you know if if we could steal something from jamie fox i wish i had the button or uh, t-pain or whatever that was like blame it she'd probably blame it on the alcohol a little bit <laughs> but at the same time she look for those that were close to kobe they think about him all the time like the couple of people i know who know him were like they still like anytime like you know they see this like i'll probably get if they watch the show i'll probably get a you know message later like dude like don't have the jersey like move the jersey <laughs> they told me to move the jersey because it brings even now this still bothers people so she was probably in her feelings like you said had a couple of drinks and was thinking about the lakers because that's her life and she looked at that team and said that was the most selfish the most lackluster laker team i've seen in a lot like there was no effort on defense as a team, as a collective. So I don't think, you know, I know people want to put it, oh, she was talking to LeBron. I don't think she was talking to LeBron, but I think she was talking to the Lakers as a, like, fan, player, everybody. Just like, you know, I'm in my feelings. I'm a little bit drunk. Last year was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Like, anyone who says last year wasn't an embarrassment to the Lakers is lying to themselves, right? As a Laker fan for, I don't even know if I want to admit it, 40 years now, um, that was embarrassing to bring in that collection of players, right, as individual stars and not make a 10 team play in. That's not gonna, that, no, no, that's not gonna work. And let's be honest with the one kind of bright spot of that 
of that bubble season, ever since Dr. Bus has been gone, Lakers haven't really been the model franchise that they should be. So I think I think it's all starting to it's starting to get to her. And don't forget, like she's I'm sure she's there's a power struggle there. There's there's a lot going on that we don't know. So I think that tweet was a lot to do with drunk, a lot to do with, like you said, inner feeling, and a lot to do with like hopefully sending a message to everybody, like, hey, this can't continue. And it can't. I I, I agree with her. I agree with her. Well, yeah. When I when you when I ask the question, Tone, if you think about the teams in the NBA. What are the best franchises in NBA history? If you, if you could just think off the top of your head, the best franchises in NBA history. What 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 which franchises come to mind? Well, for me, it's the Lakers. Okay, that um, that, that would Boston. be the best. Okay, the Celtics. Celtics. I like to think that the, I, I think of recent history. Then, like, there's the Warriors. There was the Bulls. Like, right. they've all had runs. But right. I think obviously the Lakers and Celtics have been the most. Maybe the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Probably. Although they did have that that tanking stuff that drives me crazy, the process. But it's it's really those who have been the most kind of consistent throughout right. the years. Where even though they have some some uh, valleys, they're more right. peak than valley. So at the top of that list would be the Lakers. And for decades, the Lakers have set a standard for greatness. And not only and the way they've set that standard for greatness is with the players, how that organization is run, and how these guys come out and play it. Like I've, I've mentioned this to you in the past, Tone. The Lakers have the most players in NBA history in the Hall of Fame. There is no other organization that has more players in the Hall of Fame in NBA history than the Lakers. And I think that Jeannie, she sounds to me like someone who genuinely misses him. And she just doesn't miss him from a, from a basketball standpoint. She misses a professional. And she misses her friend. Because this is a... And this and this is a guy who held not just her, he had not just himself, he held her accountable. You know, a lot of people talk about Kobe getting Kobe demanding to be traded in 07. Well, there's a reason for that. The reason he demanded to be traded in 07 is because you guys are not gonna waste my prime. I'm not gonna have myself looking like I don't know what I'm doing because at the end of the day, my legacy is gonna be about winning. And you guys are not, I'm, you guys are not going to waste my prime. So I'm doing my job. Kobe Bryant is first team All NBA in 2006, first team All Defense in 2006, and first team All NBA in 2007. I'm doing my job. You guys aren't doing your job, and because you aren't doing your job, I don't want to be a part of this anymore because this isn't the Lakers that I know. And if this is how you guys are going to run things, then I don't want to be around for this. Well, that got nipped in the bud really quickly. My man, you exactly right. Let us get back on our job and let's get back to who we are. And I think that she, I don't think she was directing that toward anybody in particular, not just on that unit. I think that she just misses a pro and her friend who stood for something and who held not just himself, but he held everybody else accountable. And that's just that's what it sounded like to me. Yeah. I, I definitely think there is just so many emotions going on in her head and her heart. And like you said, Flo, like there's so much behind the scenes that we can't even compre- begin to comprehend that's going on, especially after the season that they had last, last year. And uh, yeah, it, it was really sad to see, but um, you know, well, I think and they'll she, come back strong. And she also, like I said, she sounds like she just misses a pro and misses her friend. Cause yeah. 
to be honest with you, Tone, there's plenty of times when I'm sitting around and I'll see some footage of him and I'm thinking to myself, damn, this dude ain't around no more. I keep, I get reminded of it. Like, I, not that I forgot, but it gets hit to me again. Like, damn, this dude ain't around no more. And it sucks that he's not around no more. And I think that she misses that. I think we all miss that. And that thing that he brought with him to the I'm, Lakers. I'm not, even gonna, I'm not even going to lie. I, uh, I act like he's not. I still watch footage. I still watch his interviews. I still take, you know, like he does, you know, where he would do like motivational talks and yeah. or anything, like interviews. Like I'll watch him on like, what is it? Um, who's that? Not Jimmy Fallon, the other guy. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Like, like it's live. Like I, I, I won't. I'm like those Elvis lovers that refuse to admit he's dead. Yeah. I'm not. I just won't. And I told yeah. you the story that morning. I refuse to believe it. The people are texting me like, you okay? I'm like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. It's fake. <laughs> I won't buy it. So I just, there are times when it probably hits her. And he's, she's a lot closer, obviously. And right. there are times when it hits her. And it's, you know, if if you've never lost someone close, it's hard to explain it. Mm-hmm. But there's a piece of you that's always gone. So yeah, I, I don't I don't blame her at all. And I think she's, I think she's upset. And I don't know what else to say, but good for and her. I- and you know what? I wish you would come up publicly and say, it's an embarrassment. We need to do better. And I think also, Tone, with your Lakers, I don't think that we're going to see next season what we saw last season. I'm having a difficult time believing that Anthony Davis is going to miss half the season again, that Russell Westbrook is going to be this bad again, that James is going to have to do all of those things that he did again. I think that we're going to have something different this season. And I think that simply because it's the Lakers and these guys are being held accountable, not just because of what Jeannie Buss said, but because that's who these guys are. And that's what the staple is when you play for the Lakers. This is who we are. This is what we're about. And if you're going to be here, this is what you have to stand for. And, you know, with Jeannie coming out and saying what she said, she just sounded like somebody that was, you know, just missing somebody and remembering what it was like when they were around. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're held to very high standard and also LeBron you know not being in the playoffs not even making the playoffs last season I think is going to be a, a wake-up call I think they're going to come back a lot stronger yeah. next season um well but look but, if, you, if you want to read into it I know you got to move on to the next thing but I'll be fat you want to read into it you could say it was a shot at LeBron kind of <clears> saying <throat> hey um you know we got you the pieces you asked for and that's how it turned out. And now you're saying, oh, well, I, I'm not going to sign my extension until I see what you guys do. Hold on. You put us in this mess. Like if she's being petty, I could, I don't think that's her, but that could be like the, the, the conspiracy people could say that could be saying that's a shot at LeBron because he got what he wanted. And now he's saying, oh, you guys, you know, he's, he's laying the blame at them. And they're saying, well, hold on. This is the roster you asked for. So there could there could be some of that, but I don't know enough of that to say that's that's the case either, but could be. Just some underlying feelings. I mean, I'm sure she was just feeling a lot of things, yeah. and it's hard to know her heart, but um, yeah, hopefully she woke up and, and got some Pedialyte today and is feeling better and can deal with all that. <laughs> um, but we're going to go into, okay, so we're going to do rapid fire starting five, so you don't get mm-hmm. to think about it. Uh, Joe, we'll start with you, and we'll just mm-hmm. go boom, boom, boom each position and chat you you hold us accountable you see who we pick and then you let us know who you think has the best starting five and this is going to be current players so um people that are that are still in the league as they played in 2021 or 
2022. Oh, no, as in just like last like right decade. Now. Like right now. Yeah, okay. yeah, in the league. Um, okay. okay, so we will start with point guards. Chill, go. Luca. Fluent. Um, Steph. Um, Dame. Even though he's a shooting guard. Okay. Uh, he's that doesn't. Yeah, you That's should fine. be the last uh, one no, to I'll take, take him. No, I couldn't think of anyone else, so I'm taking him. Okay, Lucas, Steph, Dame. All right. Uh, fluent, you go. Shooting guard. Go. Um. Paul George. Book. Um. Zach Levine. Yes, PG three is a shooting guard. Don't give me that look. Who'd you pick? <laughs> I pick Zach Levine. Okay. Okay. Um, small forward. I'll go first. I'll take Braun. Chill. Giannis. Eat it, Tone. That's right. Eat, <laughs> eat it and love it, Tone. Okay. Um, and then we'll do. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! I think Giannis plays the four. Giannis doesn't play the yeah, three. Yeah, he's I'm power sorry. forward. No, Giannis does not play the three. He plays the four. So I got to, I got to dial that back. So Tone, you took uh, KD. Who am I going with at the three? You took KD. Who am I taking? Brandon Ingram. Ooh, ooh, I like that. I like oh, Tatum, that. Tatum, huh? Uh, now your guy Tatum. Okay. Love and Tatum. Love Tatum. Okay. I like, I like the BI. Okay, and then we'll do, uh, we'll do forwards now. Who you go? Giannis. <laughs> yes. Um, I'll, I guess I'll take AD. Is AD? Yeah, yeah. Forward? He should okay. be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or he should be a center, actually, but he. That's he what I was going to say, yeah. but I think he's technically a power forward. Okay, chill. Siakam. Okay. Um, and then centers. I'll take. I'll take Embiid. Who's next? Oh, it's my go? Yeah. Um, oh, uh, Joker. Okay. Um, I'll go Bam. Bam, Bam. Okay. I like it. Bam, Bam. Yeah. Okay. So. So did you mark these down? I know, I know my team. I, I should have written them down. I think I know my team. I know I know All my right. team too. I, for those I, that don't, for those that don't know, go ahead, Flu, uh, Chill. What's your team? I got a uh, Luca at the one, Book at the two, uh, Brandon Ingram at the three, Siakam at the four, Joker at the five, right. and I want to take I want to take uh, I want to take Brandon Ingram out, who I love, by the way. <laughs> it's just too late. Oh, to, to, to up. All right. So I, I got I got Curry at the one, PG three at the two. KD at the three, Giannis at the four, Bam at the five. Woo-wee. Okay, and then five. I think I have Dame, Zach, Levine, um, uh, Braun, and then my power forward was who was my power forward? Uh, AD. AD. Yeah, AD. And then I have Embiid. Yep. And thank you, JD. He put up a a little. Yes, we got the, we got the poll up. So for those that don't see it um like 10 percent of you have voted so please go in and vote fluent for the best lineup fluent got a juggernaut you damn did. Mm-hmm. listen i'm really good at these drafts i wanted to you do are good. you know when they had all the uh all the the um they had all the celebrities do the top 75 and they all drafted a team 
Do you remember? Do you guys, did, you guys, did you guys even see that on TNT? I they brought. Oh like, yeah, I do remember. Brought that. like panels together, and they all picked from the top seventy-five. They all picked the team. Yeah, I do remember that. I w- I was like, oh, I wish I was there. My team would have been so good. I'm so good at drafting. I should have been a. Hey, James Dolan. I know you're watching. I can help the Knicks. I promise. Championship in <laughs> three. You. In three they years, I'll you. pay you back. I- Whatever you pay me. Look at this. If anyone can get this to James Dolan or snip this and put it on TikTok, JD. Uh, James Dolan, three years, I will get the Knicks into the finals, okay? Or I'll pay you back all the money you pay me. It's a great deal. It's a great deal. I want to I want to take Brandon Ingram off my crew, and I want Jason Tatum. <laughs> How did you, you win? guilty about that. Hold on, you won. You won. Good See, job. That, th- this is this is a popularity contest. And that contest. was pre-change. It was, it was. It's that a popularity was... contest. My crew was kind of nice, Tone. I don't know what you're talking about. If you look at my crew, Luca at the one, Book at the two, Brandon Ingram at the three, Siakam at the four. Yeah. And and Luca at, I mean, I saw him, and, and, and Joker at, at, at the five. Yeah, yeah. The, whoever plays against them is going to score 200 points. And guess what they're going to do? You have zero defense. They're going to score 199. There it is. <laughs> I was I was I was going primarily off buckets this game. I wasn't because you took a lot of the guys. You you took a lot of the guys that you took a lot of the guys that I wanted. Like I wanted. Let me let me just be clear on what I did with my team. I took Curry and KD, who everybody in this chat says that's the greatest yeah. team of all time. And instead of Clay, I got PG PG, who's better than Clay. Instead of Dre, I got Giannis, who's better than Dre. And instead of, I don't even know who their center is. Was it Looney? Was it Jaja Pachulia? I had Bam. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's just a Warriors remastered. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'm moving on. This is fixed. Okay, I'm, I'm good. Qu- question for you guys, because you were talking about uh, working for the Knicks. Well, if you could work as any role in the NBA, what would you do, including media, teams? You could be a player if any you wanted. Role? Commissioner. If you could have been anything. Commissioner. <laughs> okay. Whoa. You want to run the league, Tom? Wow. Run the league. Hell yeah. You want to run okay. the league? And I want to. Get, and I want to get paid like Roger Goodell of the NFL, forty million dollars well, a year. Well, if, you, if you're going to run the league, if you're going to run the league, Tom, then it sounds to me like you've already been thinking about this. So, what's the first thing that you're going to do as running? Yeah, the league? we need change. What's, yeah. What's your plan? Four uh, point line. No. Oh God, no. no. I will. I will say this. I'll probably make the three-point line a consistent distance. I actually probably. I will say this. The, the, people are going to hate me for this one. I actually make the court a little bit bigger, because the guys are so big and so fast and, and move around so much that, you know, just think about how many stupid out of bounds when you're shooting those corner threes. So I'd make the court a little bit bigger. Um, I'd I'd make it a consistent distance. Uh, the three-point line around around there. I would I would suspend you for ten games if you flop. Um. Oh, I would get rid of I'd get yeah. rid of the three, I'd get rid of the three second rule. If you're gonna play if you're gonna play zone if if we agree that zones in then play zone stand wherever you want. So those those are probably the first things. So illegal defense. So illegal defense is out. Illegal defense is out. Yeah. Okay. okay. So illegal so illegal defense is out. Okay. So we're gonna so we're gonna get back to just one on one. Kool Aid okay. instead of Gatorade. <laughs> Actually, maybe that's a good. I like that one. Yeah. Send me your ideas. I'm, um. Hold on. You. What do you mean one on one is back? Well, if there's, if, 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 there's if, there's no, if there's no illegal defense, no, no, there's there's no illegal defense now. Yeah, there, there's no elite. There is illegal. That's what three seconds is. No, but that's just three seconds defensive. Three seconds. Yeah, that's 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 what illegal, illegal defense, defense is. is. You can kind of stand and guard a zone 
which you is what to, you have to be a certain distance of a player. You stand in right here, then you can't stand here. You got to stand over a little bit more. So if we're going to do that, then I mean, you guys can't play zone all game. Eventually, you got to get out of that zone and you got to yeah. play one on one. And if you're going to do that, no, yeah. my goodness. Now we get this. Now I get to put you on an island where we get to clean out the entire left side of the floor. We get to clean out. Oh, the entire no, you get please don't. The they do that. I love. Oh, I don't, I don't. So I don't. I don't like the. Th- I don't like the three second rule. I don't like. I, I don't like a lot of. Like, I really don't like flopping. I hate that. I hate that. Um, okay. And then and I would have. This is. I say this more for football, but basketball too. You have the technology to have someone up in a booth watching there's no need to be doing incessant replays. Like there should be someone up there doing it and just calling down to the ref and saying, Hey, yeah, that was, or no, that wasn't. And so I'd speed that. I'd speed that up a bit. I think that takes way too much time where they got to pull up the monitor and turn it around and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they still get the, and then they still get it wrong. Uh, That stuff drives me nuts. That's that's where the marketing comes in though. Cause that's where they put all their little ads and all that Gatorade. Oh, I'd get rid of the, Oh yeah. I, I just, I would, I would take the biggest thing of TNT I have spark it up and put it on the TV timeout. I would get rid of that too. I, I listen. When I lived in Europe, when I lived in Europe, <laughs> you know where they just they have a timeout, just a TV timeout because for advertising. When yeah. I lived in Europe, they, they Do you never not have that. those there. No, for, not for not for football, soccer. Um, they would have the game, and what would happen is an ad would come up like a little bubble, right? And that's fine. There's your commercial. I can still watch the game. So I I don't I that. I don't. I, first of all, I can't see the bubble in the corner of the TV tall. <laughs> I don't care. I don't want to see that. This is America. We we have ads for days. Yes, add that to the fact that why you think those? Why you think the the NBA salary cap is going up? The reason why the salary cap is going up is because advertising. Oh, oh don't worry. So you can't put my my oh, no. my logo in the corner of a TV. Matter of fact, you fire. Get off my. You, <laughs> you don't you think I'm making more money? Wait, wait. You, you don't think I'll make you? Hold on. You don't think I'm. <laughs> You don't think I'll make you more money? Because you know I will institute certain apps where they can gamble and all that money comes to the NBA. You can literally bet 10 cents, hit or miss the next shot. And we I will have addicts all over the place gambling on every situation. Is it going to be a turnover? Is it going to be a pass, a shot? Oh, yeah, we're going to make billions. Ooh, jersey sales. Jerseys are going to have patches all over them, the shorts. Not, oh, that, not that we're not we're doing that already, but we're going to do that even more. The salary, the salary cap bigger and better. The salary cap is triple. <laughs> Trust me, you'll love me. And I'll put more money in your pocket. Trust me. Well, JD said, I like the idea of that every team gets to set their own three-point line distance. How do you feel about that, Commissioner? Is, is that a something you'll is it, allow? Is it, is it different? <laughs> like you say, when we're on offense, it's like 12 feet. Yep. When they're on offense, it's at halftime. <laughs> That was the first thing I was thinking. Let's move it as close as we can to the basket. What are, what are we doing? We're not going to put it 25 feet. We're not going to do that. <laughs> our own you, already got people, you, already, you already have people looking for the app to bet in the chat. Yeah, they <laughs> liked it. Let's see. And just okay. so you know, just so you know, Tyler, I can't pronounce his last name, um, is the CFO of the CFL. Mm-hmm. And I gave him a bunch of ideas. One of them being the app where you can bet like run pass, you know, whatever, whatever. And he didn't do it. And and the next year the CFL had to stop playing because 90% of the revenue is like uh, ticket sales, like actual people going to the game. And yeah. I'd be like, yeah. and I sent him a message. He hasn't replied to me since. Uh, we used to chat occasionally. Now, now I'm out. I said, see, if you would have listened to my idea, you wouldn't have to shut down because you had no money. <laughs> hey, it's painful truth. 
<laughs> so what would you do if you could do anything, any role in the NBA? What would you? I, 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 I'm a big fan of seeing guys turn into what we've always thought that they would turn into. So the one thing that I, I don't want to coach. No, I don't, I'm not interested in that. But I'd love to be a part of player development because mm. these pros, when I come into the game, I have pro potential. It's your job to teach me the pro game. And a lot of these guys, the reason why they don't become that is because they don't have anybody developing them and helping them become pros. Chauncey Billups is one of the guys who talked about how instrumental Sam Vincent was, I'm, I'm sorry, Sam Mitchell was in his career. He taught him how to be a pro and showed him the game. Drex talked about how guys before him showed him that. And I, I definitely be a part of player development if I had to, if it was one thing. I think that's dope. Yeah, I love it. I know there's so many different stages that we never get to see, but that are mm -hmm. so influential to all of these mm -hmm. men and women. And it, it's incredible. I, I think it'd be yeah. cool to do like a walkthrough, like the life of a NBA. I love how, I love how, I love how Jay's this nice, like I want to influence kids. <laughs> and in the chat, they're like, influence a horrible influence. on <laughs> Try to get them to gamble. <laughs> Oh, we got to have the brains and the heart and you put them together and it makes the perfect, perfect duo. And that's you two. You know what? Uh, I will say one person, Adam Jones had uh, letting players vote on the awards. I would change who votes on the awards uh, that a hundred percent. And I would be very clear. The MVP is given to the person who does this, the defensive player of the mm -hmm. year. Is, like I'd be very clear on the awards. It wouldn't be. Well, we have to know, get a criteria. MVP and is, I don't know. Yeah. And once we get a criteria, like you just said, so once we get a criteria, now we got an idea of what exactly it is. Yeah. Now, the, 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 the league MVP has been consistent, you know, over the last 50 years, but it changes from time to time. Little exceptions, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it changes from time to time, but we definitely need a criteria. We definitely need yeah. that. All right, what is league MVP? And we've, 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 had, we've had some consistency with it, but for the most part, like what we saw this year with Joker, it gets a little tricky. Yeah. That happens once every like 15 years, what happened with Joker. For the most part, we have we have had some consistency. Uh, no, JD, uh, LeBron would not have won 18 MVPs in a row because my criteria would actually stipulate he couldn't. And that would be in that exact line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBron, LeBron can only win. That's it. LeBron already won it four times in a row. That's it. After <laughs> that, four times, he is out. Uh, you know what? Let's, let's be honest. If I was the commissioner, I'd have veto power anyways. Yeah. You voted LeBron James MVP? No, I know you voted, but no. Yeah, sorry. Nope, not him. He just won it last year, so no, he can't win it this year. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, yeah, Katie. I... You're not. You're not even third third team All NBA. I'm sorry. You're. <laughs> mm -mm. Nope. I think that's crazy too, because like I always wonder these voters that are in like the panel of MVP, like who are these people? I know some of them, obviously, but I feel like some of them are not. Well, I don't even think they won the game. Do we really want to give the players back the power? And the reason why I'm asking you that is because I'm 100% confident that there are some players who can't stand the sight of Steph Curry. And Steph Curry might have an awesome season, but it might be some players who got it lit to their you-know-what, and they're like, I ain't voting for Steph Curry for league MVP. Absolutely if, not. If the players voted honestly, each player in the league would get one vote because they'd all vote for themselves. Um, that being said... I wouldn't give it just to the players. I would allow players, media, coaches, um, a, a select panel 
and and I would weight them, but I would let everybody have kind of their vote and then and put it together again based on the criteria, right? Based on the criteria that was that was really clear. But yeah, I think I think players have a different perspective. Of course uh, they do. Of you know what's you know because they're going up against those those guys every day. I think coaches yeah. have a different in a perspective. good way. Yeah, in a good yeah. way. Coaches have a different perspective. Media has a different perspective. And then, like I said, and then you know whether it's some analysts or whatever. You know, I'd like to tie in some some metrics to make it even better. But yeah, I, I, I like I said, I feel like the voice of many is better than the voice of few. And with that also being said, too, Tone, I mean, in, on the flip side to that, you also have some bias. You know, my man Tone over here, he's <laughs> he's led the league in scoring and his team is second. And that's my man and my team in very good. So this is what I'm going to do. Of course, I'm going to vote for my man to win it, even though. There might be a guy that's playing better than Tone. There might be a guy that's done more, but this is yeah, my guy. So there is, yeah, exactly. There, right. There is a there is there's happen. absolutely a bias. So prime example would be, I mean, Dave Cowens won the league MVP. Not only did he win the league MVP, you know, he didn't make first team All NBA. How is that happening? Bill, Bill, well, wasn't it was it different people voting though back then? No, it was the players. The, the players were able to the play the players were able to vote up until 1980. That wasn't that long ago. That was not so that they, long. That wasn't that long. It was long a popularity ago. contest, basically. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's why you have other people. Because because let's right. let's be honest, Balance the media does that too. Jay always takes my interview. Uh Haley never does. I'm voting for Jay. <laughs> right. Like media does that too. Bill yeah. Walton won an MVP. I don't think he should have won an MVP. Right. And Havlicek was first team all NBA that year. That that Dave Cowens won the league MVP. And Dave Cowens was second team all NBA. How are we doing that? How do you justify that? You no. Know, we have to do. I, I don't know if we could just solely give it to the players because it might get a little tricky. Yeah, I would never. Oh no, never. If, if we did that, no, we, we <laughs> that'd be a landslide. Because no. there's, I'm 100 confident that there's certain people in the league who can't stand the sight of LeBron James and will not press vote. I think Bobin would weren't win probably. Who votes? Would you let the refs vote? Man, please, no, absolutely not. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No way. That's not ridiculous. That's not ridiculous. No. That is no. absolutely no, is. ridiculous. As, as, as much as I, mm-hmm. as much as, as a player, as uh, I don't know, LeBron James or, or, or Draymond Green has cussed out. Um, I'm thinking about a referee off the top of my head. I'm thinking about a. Would, um, would that Scott Frazier guy give his vote to see Scott the, Foster, right? As much as Scott, uh, can you imagine Scott? Can you imagine Chris Paul having an MVP season and having a and and the deciding vote would be Scott Foster, <laughs> right? <laughs> who, yeah. who, by the way, almost every game that I've played in that you officiated in, we lost. Was but it every game, but in the process yeah, of all of that happening, yeah. right? And in the process of all of that happening, what's going to happen is is I'm trying to win the league MVP and you are the deciding vote. Of course, I'm not going to win it. Absolutely not. He's not voting for me. No, no. Get the refs out. No. Yeah. Well, we're on to a good start. I, I think we could run a good league. It, it, you know, just give us some time and we'll figure it out. Oh, but... did, I hire, did I hire you guys? I'd hire oh. you guys. I would totally oh. hire you guys. You're hired. You're better hire, you better hire me. Yeah. You know you're both hired. You know you're both hired. Come on. You know, uh, otherwise, I'm otherwise I'm gonna get a mob, and we're gonna be standing outside every definitely in Toronto with picket signs. That's what we're doing, Tom. First of all, what's a mob to a king? Uh, second, um, you know, you know this about me, Jay. All jokes aside, there's a lot of people who 
say na- nasty things about me in the chat, but the one thing no one will ever say is I don't take care of my people. So you you that's know that. Fact. You know that. 100%. No doubt. Uh, JD said, I'm voting for Dirk every year, which is no See, surprise. That's, that's why JD doesn't get a vote. Even <laughs> this year, exactly. even this year no. he's Fan. voting for, for no, 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 no. Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> uh, 4KT, Justin said, Chill's the big guy I'd hire for security. <laughs> I guess he trusts you. <laughs> I you did know. work. I, you did work. Yeah, you have. Oh. Hey, as you said, what Tom's Tom's get ready to say something. I'm sorry if I cut you. I was just I was just gonna say when we when we uh when we were in Tampa, and people saw like the pictures of us on on the yacht, they're like, almost everyone was like, hey, good to see you guys together. Yo, chills. Yo, chills, Jack. I'm like, I know, dude. I'm like, I was, I was, I was standing like this, trying to like make myself look good. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. I even got went and got some weights. In a, in a former life, a lot of gray hairs ago, I was a CO. Yes, I was. I used oh, to work in really. I used to work in the penitentiary as a CO. Oh. So I do have some security in my on my resume. So if yeah. once we once we start to run the league, I am fluent. Yeah. I, I, I am fluent in security. Yes, I am. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. We're off to a good start. We'll kill what, it. What are you going to do? Me? Yeah. Um, hmm. I, I'll just be a sideline reporter. I can handle the media aspect of things. Sideline reporter. Okay. You'll be my CEO of media. Jay will be my CEO of security. Yep. We got it. Yeah, I can get with that. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, you guys. Well, um, I was thinking we could definitely touch on the elephant in the room which i would say is kd um Mm -hmm. i know you guys talked about him a little bit in the last pod but Mm -hmm. um and there hasn't been a much change more just discussion um but if you if i guess we'll start because i didn't hear the whole podcast so um just let me know i know i watched most of it and it was really good um but i do think that you should say maybe where do you think KD will play for Brooklyn? And if not, where do you think might be the best fit for him? Um, because I know there's a lot out there. It's Phoenix and Miami are the ones he's thrown out there. But because of Ben Simmons that Brooklyn has, then there's, you know, you have to get multiple teams involved here. So, so where do you see KD next year, whether it's Brooklyn or somewhere else? Well, the first problem that we have is that this wasn't, like when Kobe Bryant demanded to be traded, where he did it through the media and they were able to get in front of this and go, okay, hold on for a second. KD went to the guy who signs the checks and him going to the guy who signs the checks. Now it's gone beyond the general manager. So now I can't do my job. I got to do what the boss says. And if the boss says this guy has to go, he has to go. So I don't think when I, when I see this whole situation, I see a guy in KD. A lot of people call him soft. A lot of people say that, you know, they're out on KD. I see a guy who is looking at a situation where I didn't sign up for this. Well, why do you, why do I say that? When he left Golden State, he left Golden State with the mindset that me and Kyrie Irving are going to get together and we're going to do this thing. He goes to Brooklyn that first year as a redshirt year, as we know. The next year, him and Kyrie Irving get together. Kyrie Irving gets hurt. Because it looks like it looks like Brooklyn is on their way to the championship before Kyrie Irving gets hurt. Now, this year, they get swept out of the playoffs. I'm telling you, you know how I feel about getting swept out of the playoffs. When you get swept out of the playoffs, I don't care what round it is, 
You're not close. So with that being said, here we are. Now, I think Marks is over Kyrie Irving. I think he's finished with him. Yeah. And I think that he wants him gone. Well, KD's idea is, well, wait a minute. I didn't sign up for this. And now it's not even a war of words more than it is. There's a line drawn in the sand. Either you with him or you with us. And KD's attitude is, well, wait a minute. Kyrie Irving and I got together so we can work this thing out. And it hasn't gone well over the last three years. And you guys want to break it up. I'm only here because of him. So if you guys are going to ship him out, then I'm out too. Now, is that okay? I'm not going to say that it's okay, but I understand it because this is what I signed. This isn't what I signed up for what you guys are doing now with the way the league is and how, how the collective bargaining agreement is. Now I understand that there's certain players that you can't have simply because the way the CBA is, but I already told you tone, I'm calling up new Orleans. Send me Brandon Ingram, send me Herb Jones, send me three ones. I'll send you KD. We got a deal. So here's the thing. One, since last week, there has been some new developments. Mm -hmm. One of them being Toronto, who was a dark horse, has moved into like when the, you know, the Vegas odds into like second or third. That's you odds. love, by the way. You love that. Mm -hmm. Do I do I want KD in Toronto? Um, so Toronto jumped jumped up. And and the Warriors have popped up a couple of times because the Warriors can give the money in Wiggins, the talent and youth in like Wiseman and Poole and reunite those guys. Mm-hmm. However, as I've been going through and doing some work, and to Jay's point about him going straight to the ownership, not to the GM, I've stumbled across a theory that I really feel is going to be going to come to fruition mm-hmm. one reason why i think it's going to come to fruition is this and someone mentioned it my favorite uh, commenter's name dang jang lang is mm-hmm. you saw what rudy got you know what you have to give up for kd if rudy got that yeah right? like, that was wild you know, when they talk about when they talk about toronto just think kd if it's true what he said kd said yeah i'll go to toronto but you can't give up fred van vliet scotty barnes or pascal siakam well heck that's the only three players that you'd want Mm-hmm. So, who are you taking? OG, I, I like OG Ananobi, by the way. OG Ananobi and and some parts like that's not that's not going to be precious in three yeah, one. Precious. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not, it's not it's not enough. No. It's not enough. Let's be honest. So, so the reality is he's not going there. Do you really think he would go back to the Warriors if he's worried about legacy? No, I don't think he's worried about legacy anymore. I think at this point he just wants. I don't think so. It, Right. So like, so even anywhere he goes, he's going to get smoked. If he goes to Phoenix, a number one seed, if he goes to the Warriors, the defending champs, like anywhere he goes with the exception of Toronto, he's, and if he doesn't win, or even if he wins. So I think his play was this back to the, the theory that I heard. He went to ownership and said, if you want me to stay, give Kyrie his extension to give you some motivation. I'm going to ask for a trade. So, what I think was more realistic, because I don't think they're going to get what they want, is that Steve Nash and Sean Marks will be fired. The owner will either do this without a GM or bring in the GM and tell them this is your first thing that you're doing, which is sign Kyrie to the extension. And they both stay. And they run it back with, with the team that they have, with Ben Simmons, supposedly healthy, Kyrie and KD. 
And I'll tell you this, Sean Marks, I don't know who made the deal. I don't know if KD pressured him or I don't know. But Sean Marks made that deal to give up way too much for James Harden. And I actually think that's the, the bigger issue. I think if they would have kept those guys instead of shipping those guys off to play, left them to play with KD and Kyrie, that team was actually a better team than the James Harden we got. I understand the, hey, the James Harden we thought we were getting, mm-hmm. but those young guys that they traded away in those draft picks were would have been better than the James Harden they got. Um, so I think I think that's what they do. I think, sorry, to, re, to recap it, Marks, Nash, gone. Because again, if, if Irving did go to Nash's house and say, hey, let me see Kobe's MVP, he's not wrong. But dude, you can't do that to your coach. One of you's got to go after that. I'm just, f- for me. So yeah, well, I, think, I think they stay. Let's 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 eliminate some people first, Tone. And the only way we can eliminate these people is if Ben Simmons stays on the roster. Now, they're not going to trade Ben after everything that they gave up to get him. So if they keep Ben on the roster, that eliminates Miami because this deal doesn't work without Bam. Okay, Bam. If Bam isn't in the deal, we have no deal. That's number one. That means that also when we go, when we pick up the telephone and we call up Bob Myers out and go out in San Francisco. This deal. Andrew Wiggins has to, Andrew Wiggins can't be part of the deal because Ben Simmons is on the roster and that CBA agreement that we uh, have that yeah. affects that. So that doesn't work, right? Okay, so that means Cat is also out. So when we talk about Phoenix, that means Book is out. So there's a number of different guys that this isn't going to work for unless Brooklyn goes, okay, we're going to move on from Ben Simmons. And even if we move on from Ben Simmons, how can we bring this roster with what they with what just transpired with KD? And Irvin, KD, KD requesting to be traded, and Irvin opting into his deal, and all of the trade talk about him. How can we bring these guys together into training camp in October? Tony, it'll be a zoo, and I think it's a recipe for disaster. Now, what can happen is, is maybe we can let this thing die down. How about we just don't say anything about it for a little while? But the problem with that is, is a lot of teams are trying to build their unit. And in the process of them building their unit, they want to see what's going to happen with KD. So we can't just not do anything, because if we're going to trade for KD, you got to put the you have to put a certain amount of guys or a certain kind of guy around KD. You can't just throw KD on a unit and it's just going to work. No, that's not going to happen. He is a superstar. There's plenty of superstars, <laughs> but you can't just you can't just throw guys on a unit tone and it just works. No, I that's feel, not. I feel I feel like. For all the real talk that I spit about KD, not hate, real talk that you don't like because you're a fan, not you, the people that hate it. I think KD's the easiest guy to throw in on a team. I think he actually does kind of like, you can plop him in. What team doesn't he fit on? What team does he not fit on? Well, I'm having a difficult time with him going to the Golden State Warriors. They got something going on out there. No, no, but does he, he clearly fits on that. If you drop him in there instead of Wiggins, that team's fine. Wait, Jay, what are you talking about? Are you talking about just like how they're clearing space for something? Yeah, because when I think about the unit that they have, I think that they on their way to doing something. And to no, no, I know they are, but I'm saying he still fits. If you if you were to put him on the team, they still well, okay. Well, Tone, let make no mistake about it. Twenty eight a game is welcome to anywhere. It doesn't make a difference yeah. where. Twenty eight a game is in 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 Oklahoma City. Twenty eight a game. That's, is that's what I'm saying. He's, he's Miami, and like everywhere. the person he is too, compared to like putting LeBron. Like LeBron's gonna come in and right. he's gonna like take the reins. But Katie right. might be a little bit more like chill about it. I, I, I was just there. If I'll say one last thing about Toronto, I don't know if you know my guy Coloco, 
um, their second round pick, who's going to be nice, by the way, grew up idolizing Kevin Durant. And he says, mm-hmm. I'm not setting my number yet in Toronto until Aww. I until I find out whether KD's coming. Because if I'm not taking the number, if he's coming, that's his number. Right. Absolutely. That's so smoke, I'm, having a, smoke. I'm, just having a, I'm having a difficult time with this unit being together come training camp because this whole thing has just been nuts. And add that to the fact, Tone, that Kyrie Irving, you know, you know, the talk of Kyrie Irving going to the Lakers, Tone, with everything that has happened, with Anthony Davis missing half the season, with Russell Westbrook being as inconsistent as he was, and them not making the playoffs and everything that James had to do, can you give me some legit logic on why James would want anything to do with Kyrie Irving after what he just saw over these last three years? Why would he want anything to do with him? If I was LeBron, I wouldn't. But I don't know what's going on in his head. Maybe maybe he looks at him like like a little brother. And we had our spat. We went our separate ways. And now little bro needs help. Yo, come back. I'll help you. Mm. Because there is, listen, I know that there's people for a long, long time that they're like, why are you helping that person out? I'm like, because I got to. And there was no rhyme or reason for it. Right. They, they were, you're right. So there, I, there might be, LeBron, listen, for all the you know analysis and talk we have about specifically, I'll talk about LeBron James. Guy comes, a, guy seems to me like a good dude. Like twenty years in the league, how many controversies has he been in? How many baby mama dramas? How many domestic violence? You know, nights out where he's drinking it. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. The guy seems like a legit, like good dude. Like right. anyone who hates him for his political views or, you know, it, it personally, I think are morons because there's nothing that shows he's a bad guy. Uh, you want to criticize his game? Cool. You want to criticize his decision about teams that he goes to? No problem. Um, but outside of that, the guy doesn't have criticism. And that might be, that might be, with the exception of what he did to poor Delonte West after he broke up with his mom. Other than that, I still think that's a cons- conspiracy that LeBron James set up. But anyways, that's a story for another day. <laughs> Um, other than that, like he's the kind of guy that would accept Kyrie back and be like, yeah, come on, let, let's, let's run, let's, let's figure this out. I, I think he, he is that kind of guy. Uh, I wouldn't do it. But I, he probably would. Actually, you know what? Yeah. I probably, let's be honest. I probably would do it. I would. We got I, a lot to, I, 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 I will tell you this though. Tony, we, we, we got a lot to talk about. This isn't a situation where, yo, yeah, come on back. Let, no, we, we got to sit down oh, yeah. and yeah, if we get back together. Out. We, we need to talk and we need to talk seriously because it's obvious that I need your help, maybe, but you need my help more than I need your help. So do you want me to help you? Are you going to let me help you? Uh, is this going to be what it was before where you're going to start to screw face me because, you know, you're older now. So, I mean, there, there's a lot that needs to be hashed out here, Tone, a lot. Older, older isn't always wiser. No, it is not. It is. Sometimes, sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. It's not always, but sometimes it is. Well, and like everyone in the chat's mentioning, like if it was up to LeBron, would he rather have Russ or Kyrie by his side going into next season? I have, I don't know. That's tough, but you know, I, I, I'm going to take. You want, you want Kyrie's game, but yes. you want Russ's reliability. Like, you know, Russ is coming to play and he'll yeah. be there every night. Right. Kyrie. And I'm having a difficult time with the logic that Russ is going to be this as as bad as Russ was, as inconsistent as he was. I'm having a difficult time with the logic that he's going to be that again next season, especially getting especially, especially getting with these guys and now having a feel for what's going on. 
I'm not I'm not of the of the of the masses that's Russ is terrible and no, I'm not that guy. I'm having a difficult time believing that he's gonna be awful or inconsistent like that again. I think that he'll be better next season. Yeah, I think his best days are done. But yes, I think he will be more consistent this upcoming season than he was last year. Yeah, for right. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, well, just fitting into the unit, it's all, at least they'll have some fluidity. Like they know each other a little bit, but they never got a chance to play together. So um, same Listen, in Brooklyn. We, Honestly, we, let's just we, keep the teams this. as is and give it one season and then come back next year and talk We've about it. We've said this multiple times. On be. that Laker team, LeBron's the best player, but AD's the most important player. And Correct. you see the difference when AD doesn't play, they don't make the playoffs or they lose in the first round. When AD plays, they win chips, right? Like he is the most important player. LeBron is the best player. There is a difference. So, you know, I, it, I don't even think the other players matter as much, whether it's Russ, Kyrie, whatever. Is AD healthy? Is he going to play 70 games? Is he going to be there for the whole playoff run? You're good. Like you're good. If you can get 65 games out of Anthony Davis this season, I think that we are, he's in the MVP conversation. If you could get 65 games, yes. I know that sounds nuts, Tone, but if you could get 65, maybe 70 games out of him, I think the Lakers are much better. I think that they're higher in the Western Conference, and we're definitely having a different conversation because I know that you think this is nuts, Tone, but it wasn't for two years ago that we were having a conversation, a serious conversation about Anthony Davis and Giannis, and it was a thing. It was a real thing. Now, clearly Giannis has surpassed him since then, but it wasn't that long ago that we were having that conversation. So if Anthony Davis were to come into camp and he's ready to go and he can hold himself together, and he can give you 65 sets. Because remember, Tom, he was 23 and 11 last year, and that was a down season. And he's only, 20, was he 28? It's not like he's 34 years old and he's on the other side of it. Yeah, but he, you, you know me, show me. Show me. Absolutely. That, and that's the thing. Because there, there was a time we were talking about Bynum being one of the best centers ever. <laughs> right. Howard being one of the best centers ever. Right. You know what happens after that. So, right. So, if he can hold up and he could give me, if he can hold up and give me 65, I think I've always felt like Anthony Davis is the top five player when he's healthy. Defensive, offensively and defensively, I think he's one of the best players in the game. No question about that. Arguably top five, definitely top 10. And, if he could stay healthy, we having a different conversation about him, no doubt. Yeah. We're almost yeah. out of time, Haley. What's next? Mm-hmm. Well, last thing before we end, and we can go into this more on Thursday, um, mm-hmm. and maybe we'll have some no- new announcements from all this going on. But um, I wanted to read off the, the top 10 seeds from the West and from the East this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and keep in mind, who do you see – pick two teams one that you see definitely dropping and one that you see rising up um based on some of the new pickups and everything like that so in the west we had phoenix then memphis golden state dallas utah denver minnesota new orleans clippers um, and spurs and then uh so we'll start in the west what's what's one team you see fluent that uh you think is going to rise up on that list and one that will fall? Um, uh, Pelicans. Fly Pelican. Uh, Zion, Zion's <laughs> not going anywhere. He's gonna. He looks healthy. He looks like he's going to play. That team should get significantly better when you add him mm-hmm. to a team yeah. that was surprisingly good last year. I think that's the team that's going to have a big jump. Mm-hmm. 100%. And then falling? 
Uh, or no, sorry, sorry, just just risers. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Yeah. Who do you I, see I, risers? I, I see Denver being better next season. Really? I see Denver being a lot better, but the one team that I see, I see Minnesota being a lot better next season. I think Minnesota's a top five seed next season. You like the Rudy trade? You think that's going to like level them I, up? I, I love that trade. And the reason why I love that trade is because what Rudy's going to do is he's going to alleviate the defensive. He's going to, he's going to alleviate all the dirty work that cat had to do and cats, his responsibility is going to lessen. So I think Minnesota is going to be a lot better next season. Yeah. Yeah. Rudy, Rudy's going to do what AD has been crying for his whole career, <laughs> a legit five yeah. so that he can yeah. play the four. So mm-hmm. Cat's now going to play the four. Yeah. As long as he doesn't his... go, cra- as long as he doesn't go crazy shooting threes, like we know we can hit him, but like as long as he doesn't, because that's listen, we don't want him to fall in too too in love with it. Um, that's gonna be that's a that's a four hundred million dollar front court. They better. Which, be good. by the way, Tone, just so we know, so we clear, it, um, Cat played the four at Kentucky. That was his spot. Oh yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. It moves him to where he should be. Yeah. He's comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He played the four in college. That was his game, as a matter of fact. It'll be interesting to see how his style of cha- play changes as well. Like, will he play differently? I think he, mm-hmm. I think we're going to see a different cat next season, and it's going to be a, a really exciting version for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then, so who's your falling team? What team do you think is just going to think San bit? I think San Antonio's engine is on fire, and that, that team goes from the, the, from the middle of the play, and I think they go to the bottom of I think they're Houston next year. I think they are Oklahoma City. I think they are going to be trash. <laughs> yeah, they they got nothing over there right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, who who you think in the in the West? The people of Utah are going to want to move the Jazz back to New Orleans. <laughs> That's how bad they're going to be. They'd be like, you know what? We don't like jazz music here. <laughs> uh, which is actually Maybe funny that a team in Utah is called the Jazz, but. Um, but yeah, I think Utah. JD said Utah is going to be a ghost town, which is definitely which, fact. Well, on, Jay, isn't Utah already a ghost town? Well, Salt Lake City has oh has prospered, but I mean, I went to school there 30 years ago. I went to school in Utah 30 years ago, and it wasn't nearly as much going on today as it was. It wasn't nearly as much going on there 30 years ago than it is today. It wasn't a lot going on. No. So for anybody that goes to Utah, just as an FYI, um, I stopped there and some idiot convinced me to go uh, out for dinner and we had sushi. Don't have sushi in Utah, just FYI. <laughs> yeah. Noted. <laughs> I, I, I put it this way, I had a flu game the next game. Oh. <laughs> I kind of dated myself. I meant to say 25 years ago. That's right, right. Oh, okay. It wasn't five that years long. Five years not, ago. Not 30 years. Clear it enough. wasn't that long. I'm sorry, I apologize. <laughs> Not that old. Okay, and then in the East, we'll do it real quick. I'll read them off. Miami, Boston, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Toronto, Chicago, Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. Atlanta, Cleveland, and then the Hornets at 10. So, Jill, you start. Uh, Who do you see rising out of that list? Or do you see it staying the same? I, I, I don't see much of a difference. I do think that Atlanta's going to be better this season. I, I, I think that they could, I think that they could possibly get into that six spot. But the one team that I think is going to be a lot better is Cleveland. I think Cleveland's going to be a top five seed next year. I think that mm. they have their core with uh, 
with Garland and Evan Mobley. I think that they had their core. I think they got their rim protector. I think they got their vet and Kevin Love. And I think that these guys are on their way to doing something special. I like the way Cleveland is building that thing. I think that they're going to be much better this season than they were. As long as they can stay healthy, I think they're going to be a top five, maybe even a top four seed next season. I, I would be remiss if I didn't go back to the West and say, because you didn't name them in the top 10, the, the 11 seed, the Los Angeles Lakers are going to be the one that have the biggest jump. But I think me, they're going to be better too. Let's yes. move to the, in the East, um, the Toronto Raptors, will, who will have back-to-back rookies of the year, um, I think are going to are gonna move up. I know they were a fifth seed, but they're going to be a top four seed next yeah. year. They, 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 Scotty Barnes, Siakam now coming off his first all NBA performance. Like that's a good, I really don't like Fred Van Vliet running that team. But other than that, they are a good collection of as long if look, Otto Porter, it's an un, it's an underrated signing because they have eight guys that can defend. Mm-hmm. And what they don't have is anyone who can shoot. So if Otto Porter's healthy, he shoots, you know, if Pascal gets a little bit better, Van Vliet can get hot. Uh, Gary Trent Jr. is a good shooter. Like they actually have a team that you don't want to play because you don't, people don't like teams that play defense and they've got a lot of defense coming at you. So I think for a regular season, look, they're not going to go to the championship, but they, they are a team that can win a lot of games in the regular season. And Mm -hmm. people forget during, you know, the Warriors and like kind of the Cleveland uh, Miami runs to the finals every year. The team that had the best record in the NBA, like collectively for that decade, I think it was the Warriors one. It was the Raptors too. So they'll win a lot of regular season games. So I think that's that's why I think they'll they'll take a jump again next year. I like it. And then who do you think would Mike slip? I don't think the Miami Heat go to the top are at the top of the East next year. I don't. I, I, as good as they're going to be, I don't think that they're going to be at the top of the East. I think that they could slide to maybe four. Because I think that there's going to be some teams in the East that, that are going to get a lot better. Like I said, Milwaukee's going to be back. Philly's going to be back. Boston's going to be back. And I don't know if my I don't know if the Miami Heat, if they're going to be at the top of the East next year. I, but I do think that they're going to be a top five team. I do believe that. But okay. the one team that I but the one team that I think about more than anyone, it's Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn's going to be whacked on. I think this 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 Kevin Durant and and I think this the team, nine seed anyways, so they don't have to fall. I'm going to stick with Miami. Yeah, I think, the, okay. I think the surprising the surprising team, I'm going to give you two. The surprising team that most people don't think are going to fall, but I think, I don't know why, just I think the Bulls. Mm. I think the Bulls might be looking like, I don't want to say up at the playoffs. I think they'll be in the play-in, but right. I don't think they're going to be a top eight seed. I just I, mm-hmm. I feel there's something happening there. I don't know if it's Levine getting paid. If it's, you know, all the talk that he was going to leave and then he ends up staying, mm-hmm. uh, you know, is DeMar going to be able to do what he did last year, which was incredible? I don't right. know. So I think the Bulls are going to have a fall. And I don't know why. It's just this this team is gnawing at me. I'm really worried about the Philadelphia 76ers. And you know why? Because of James Harden. That's it. There's no other reason to own. That's it. If, if James Harden wasn't on that crew, you'd have a I know for a fact, Tony. I know Something you. I've been around you like... long enough. And that one thing that's knowing that you is James Harden. Because you know him. You know who he is. That's why it's bothering you. Yeah, I just I don't know. It's like yeah. I feel like Embiid's, you know, just he's he's bound to get hurt. And then do I trust that team in Harden's hands? Like I just, I, I'm re- if I was a Philly fan right now, I'd be real nervous. Real nervous. That's it, man. That's it. 
I I yeah. I don't have a problem with James Harden because I know who James Harden is in the regular season. And I know that in the regular season, he's gonna be awesome. And they're gonna look just really remember, good. Just remember, he'll be awesome like after the midway point because he's gonna come in after having a summer of Philly cheesesteaks. Well, here's the thing, Tom, because he's actually been he's he's actually been getting himself in shape, which is burning me because I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm gonna clean myself up now because I'm getting older and everybody else has been saying how they've been questioning my conditioning. That's super corny to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been I've been a horrible person for 50 years, and now that oh, I'm on the end of the I need somebody. Let me clean myself up. Yeah. That's so yeah, corny. But, but he's already burned all his bridges at this point. Like oh, it's a little too late. Give me a break with this guy. So I know that he's gonna be. I know he's gonna be super sharp. That cheese dripping down that beard. I don't you think? Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see if Luca comes back. Like in you know a little bit different like he have looks- you seen him in the, in, the, in, the, in the world championships in the world qualifiers have you seen him luca looks no. great luca's oh, got really? some slice to him i oh, think my i saw goodness. a picture yeah. Um, that yeah he's cleaned up and shaved a little bit yeah I- luca's got some slice to him he looked like he dropped okay. some weight luca's looking Ooh. good Lucas uh-huh. losing, losing, he's just losing his baby fat guys like he's 12 years yeah. old that's really that's, yeah. that's <laughs> let's be honest that, yeah He's becoming a like a, I guess more, uh, what's the word? A professional. A professional. Yeah. That's that's the word. But mature. He's maturing. That's, yeah. That's Luca, all. And the Mavs got a real center now. Yes, they do. They got a legit five man. Who? Who? Javale? No, Javale's the backup. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who's their yeah, center? Javale backup. They just signed. Let's see. Why am I? Why is? Why am I drawing a blank here? Is he? Is he known? Yes. Do we know him? They got Christian Wood. They got. They signed Javale. Oh, they got somebody else at the five. Who else did they get? Why am I? Why am I drawing a blank here? Anybody know? Or uh, everyone's everyone saying, saying Wood. it's Everyone's Wood. saying Wood's the, the going to be the five. I thought he was a four. So okay, maybe. Christian hmm. Wood. <laughs> <Okay>. Clever. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, um, thanks for joining us today, chat. Um, make sure to get those likes up before we shut off. Um, but we'll definitely be back on Thursday at 6 uh, Pacific time. Um, 9 p.m. Eastern. The world revolves on the Eastern. East. I so. know. I'm, I'm learning that. <laughs> Everybody, but, the, 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 the population, the majority of the population live on the East Coast. So, really? Yes, they do. Why do you think uh, the NBA oh. is such a big deal, Tom, when the Eastern Conference is great? Why do you think viewership is up even more when the Eastern Conference is good? So um, when the Knicks and when the Celtics, the majority of people in the country. The last time the Knicks were good. The last time the Knicks were good, they was good in 2012. 2013, I mean, they, they did win a playoff series, but. Ooh. <laughs> Wasn't yeah, it against the Raptors? Good, not great. Yeah, it's a difference between good and great. Yeah, there you go. It was 1998 was the last time they were good. Oh, man. But yeah, you guys have any closing thoughts? Anything that we should um, look forward to or any ideas for Thursday? We're good. We're good. You should remember that this is Sparta. That's about it. This is Sparta. But until then... Take it light. It's the only thing we understand. I'ma stand till on Jersey in the stands. I'ma hit you on the slide. I don't never.